0: It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events, all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. And Welcome back to the Portland Morning Brew. This is our local Portland podcast through the Chamber of Commerce. We talk about a lot of local things. Will local people introduce you to some uh, things that are going on, programs, people, and that way you get to know your neighbors just a little bit better. Today, we're meeting with Julie Yant. Julie is with Hands of Hope. Good morning, Julie.
1: Good morning. Good to be with you.
0: It is great to have you, and uh, before we get into Hands of Hope, let's first talk a little bit about you. Tell us uh, where you're originally from and uh, what your background is with Portland.
1: Sure. So I was born and raised in Nashville, and then uh, my husband and I were married in 97, and we lived in the Jolton area, and then we kind of moved around the northern counties. We came from Cheatham County over to Robertson County. And now we've landed over in Sumner County, and we've been in uh, the Sumner side of Portland County for the last six years. We were on the Robertson side for a few years before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my husband and I owned a pest control business for 20 years. We sold it at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I we have two children, two boys, and I homeschool our children And I recently finished up with the leadership Portland class to learn more about our Portland community since we have not uh, lived here all that long, although we kind of are getting a little bit more entrenched in the community, thankfully, but uh, it's uh, taken us a little bit of time because, like I said, been busy with running a business and then homeschooling our children. So we kind of stay entrenched at the house a lot these days
0: right right as a lot of us have since
1: <laughs> since yeah.
0: 2020 so uh, there has to be a tie in with that now the end of 2020 and covid and selling a business is all is all that kind of tied together or Or is Uh, it just coincidence?
1: Somewhat. It was always in our master plan uh, to do that eventually. We knew we Mm -hmm. didn't want to pass the business down to our children. We wanted them to be able to be their own people and do what they want to do in life without the pressure of taking over a family business and working out those logistics between them. So we... um, did did want to do that eventually. Uh, 2020 Mm -hmm. was a little premature. premature. It was not um, in the plan originally. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as you say, the pandemic came along and the challenges that came with that, um, the timing just seemed really good for our family. So we decided to go ahead and move forward uh, when we had an offer that was uh, good for us. And that's what we did
0: good good that's good that that worked out yes, um very, very I, su- well. I sold a business here oh gosh it was way back in like 2011 it was uh lighthouse realty and yes. um uh, yeah I, I, a good friend of mine took it and and has done really well with it and, and very glad for his success but it is kind of dawning, uh, you know, when you let something like that go. You're not really sure. Is it the right thing, the wrong thing, the right time, the wrong time? Had I waited until a couple of years ago, it probably would have been a lot more lucrative, but that's okay. That's okay. It was good timing. Yes. So um, so you're now living uh, in the Portland area?
1: We do. We do. We've, uh, like I said, been on the Sumner County side for six years now. And uh, so we love it here. It's um, my husband will say that I said we would never live out this far. We we live pretty close to the state line. So um, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right.
1: it, took, it took me a while to warm up to the idea of, of being all the way out here. But we love it now. And uh, like I said, we have two boys, so they have lots of room to roam. And uh, we're very blessed to be part of this community now.
0: Well, Good, good. Glad you're here. And uh, I'm a transplant as well. Uh, I live between Portland and Westmoreland, very close to the Kentucky line, and I love it out here. Once you get used to making your trips count, I think that's one of the things you get used to over time, Um, especially back when I was working regularly. um, It was, uh, you know, You got in the habit of when you came home, you made sure you stopped and got what you need and you just didn't make a lot of extra trips, but it takes, it takes a while. It does take a while. Let's get into hands of hope. Uh, talk a little bit about what, uh, what you guys do and what your programs are and, um, let's let everybody know.
1: Okay. I I love talking about Hands of Hope, so I'm glad you have me on today because I could go on and on. So Hands of Hope is a food pantry located at 101C South Russell Street. So basically right across from the City Hall, uh, just down from Southern Barber. Mm -hmm. And uh, it began back in 2019. Our director, her name is Karen Cole, and she started actually out of her home, and she would um, just provide food for people in the community. They would come up to her porch and get what she need, get what they needed uh, that she had to provide at that time. And in 2020, they moved to the location that they're at now. And it's modeled after the store, which was started by Brad Paisley and his wife, Kimberly Williams Paisley, down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So Karen went down to their facility and modeled uh, with their director. And so we are set up exactly like a grocery store. So our shoppers can come in to our facility. They're uh, eligible to shop every two weeks. And we have three shopping days per week that they can come in and pick out the items that they need for their family. So it's based on family size and they need to be a Sumner County resident. Uh, We also serve Simpson County as well since they're contingent to us. And um, yeah, so it's very um, dignified experience. Folks come in, like I said, and they're able to tailor- their shopping needs to um, what they think their family needs. It just helps supplement them. We're not meant to provide their full shopping for the two weeks, uh, but just to help supplement them um, during that time.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So you mentioned uh, Brad and Kimberly Paisley. So visiting the store there, you guys just modeled yourself after that same same thing. Is that kind of what you were saying?
1: Exactly. We didn't reinvent the wheel. So right, we just right. uh, looked at what they were doing and um, they um, are a great success down there. And so they were kind enough to let Karen come down and take a look at things. And that's exactly how she has set it up for us cool. here in Portland.
0: Very cool. So uh, you kind of touched on on some of the things or the guidelines, but kind of talk about a little bit more in detail of What type of situations people would be in and where you guys are are really, really helpful?
1: Sure. So um, when you come into uh, our facility, like I said, there's only one requirement and that's residency. So mm-hmm. we just need proof of um, that you are a Sumner County or a Simpson County resident. And beyond that, uh, we do have an intake form that we fill out because we are affiliated with uh, Second Harvest Food Bank of Middle mm-hmm. Tennessee. And so um, we keep records through them. And, um, but there's no income requirements. We don't ask, um, you know, um, they don't have to provide anything that's going to interfere with any assistance that they might already receive, such as, you know, social security or food stamps. We have a wide range of people that come in in terms of age. So we have younger folks, um, all the way up into the elderly. And so, um, as things have changed with our economy over the recent, uh, years and the last few months in particular, we've definitely seen an increase in our elderly population. And we've added a shopping hour that's dedicated just for elderly shoppers to come in.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Okay. Now the the space that you're in down there, I know that uh, Big Papa Corn used to be there and he had moved yes. uh, to a different place. So are you guys, I know that's in behind the barbershop. So is that part of the space he had at one time or is this a, a space you'd already had before?
1: It's a space that we had before. So we were right next to Big Papa. Now Riley Reese Boutique is located next to us. So it's the barbershop and then Riley Reese Boutique, and then you will get to the pantry.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for those of you that aren't really familiar with where that is, the barbershop and everything, if you're up around the uh, Main Street area and and you all know where they've done all the beautiful remodeling and the new city hall is, it's right in that area, right there by the railroad track. So uh, some of you that may not know, we want to get you to the right location. Um, so it, it this is a really simple process. It's just a matter of an intake form and coming in and and, and getting that done. Um Do you guys, are you open all during the week or what type of hours are people able to come in?
1: Yes, we are open three times a week. So we try to offer some flexibility based on people's schedules. So on Tuesdays, we are open for that senior hour from eight to nine. And then our regular shopping hours are from nine to 12. On Tuesday, uh, excuse me, on Thursdays, we're open from three to 6 p.m. And then on Saturdays, we're open from nine to 12 p.m.
0: Okay, great. That is definitely very flexible for everybody. Um, So are there any affiliations with other groups in Portland, or is this pretty much a standalone?
1: We we are a standalone organization. We're of course a five hundred one c three. We're hundred mm-hmm. percent volunteer based. So Karen and all of the people that regularly volunteer at the pantry donate all of their time. Um, it's more than a full time job for a lot of folks um, right. because not only do we have our shopping hours, but in between shopping hours we have to um, go and make sure that we have enough available for when we're open. Um, so that involves um, a lot of hustle um, mm-hmm. when we are not open in order to make that happen
0: awesome awesome Uh, um, so uh, the different things that are available i know we touched a little bit on that but let's go a little deeper into that Uh, people are looking for everything so uh, when things are bad or things are going on what is the um, uh, what, what are a lot of the things that they would come in and find
1: So we are very thankful to have um, a wide variety in our facility. So we have um, freezers and we have coolers. So we're able to have frozen meats. We have um, lots of perishable items. So we have milk, we have eggs, we have fruits, we have vegetables, we have yogurt. Um, So all of those things that you might um, not typically get in, say, a food box that you're, you know, given, um, say, in a drive-through food event. So, um, we are glad to be able to offer lots of perishable items so that people can have the ingredients they need to actually, you know, make everything in their meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have all the non-perishable things from canned vegetables to pasta sauces to pasta, um, anything that you can think of in that department. We have, you know, cereals, oatmeal, um, all of that kind of stuff, canned soups and canned meats. and
0: mm-hmm. um, We
1: also carry um, hygiene items as well. And so that way, um, if people need to have a little help in that department, then uh, they can shop um, our hygiene area. And then we ha- also have breads available, um, baked goods, things like that. So um, we have um, a lot of great access to food through Second Harvest. We also have uh, local people that... Um, give us items such as Food Lion, Walmart, different um, organizations, uh, Panera Bread, things that are going to be um, close to expiration, then they mm-hmm. will get to us. So that way we can pass it on while it's still good.
0: And what about just general donations? If the general public wanted to come by and donate some items, is that also feasible or possible?
1: Absolutely. We have, we are very, very blessed. We have a lot of different organizations. Um, Churches, uh, factories, small businesses that do get together and bring us things. And then we have a lot of individuals. We have so many families that will gather items and bring them into us as well. So we're always happy to receive those. We'll take them during our regular shopping hours. If folks aren't able to get by during those times, then we're happy to meet them as well at another time that's more convenient. Um, also, around town, we have um, you may or may not have seen we have some cash donation boxes and we have some non perishable donation boxes. So Last summer, we kind of took out to partnering with several small businesses so that way we could kind of gain awareness for the small businesses and then they could help gain awareness for the pantry. And so mm-hmm. yeah, when you're out and about around town, you might see a little donation box. Um, those are very um Very, very glad that businesses have let us do that. That's helped Mm -hmm. fund our milk and our eggs. So that way folks can have fresh milk and eggs every week. And so we've um, been very blessed to be able to take those cash donation boxes and the non-perishable donation boxes into businesses. So we want to just make it a little bit easier if people wanted to donate to the pantry and weren't able to get over to our facility.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome! This is just uh, wonderful to hear about and share. And I've seen the boxes out, and uh, really, we're in a community that's very giving, and it's really wonderful that that the people, industry, everything—they're doing the things to help you guys out because that's what keeps it going and that's what makes it work. Um, let me change gears a little bit because you talked about you know selling a business, home <laughs> home homeschooling kids, doing all these things. What what in the world do you guys like to do? On uh, vacation or downtime, what's some of the hobbies you and your family enjoy?
1: Oh wow! Well, my boys and my husband are into hunting. They uh, they like to hunt, and so that's uh, something that they all do together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not one of my hobbies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also they like to golf now we'll join them in golfing occasionally so both of our boys played um, on the high school team at portland last year our oldest son is graduating so he won't the next year but our younger son hopefully will play again next year um, on the high school golf team so mm-hmm. they do that for a hobby and now a little more uh, seriously now um on the competitive side Uh, so that's uh, some that we like to do we like to travel as well we haven't done as much really as we used to do we used to travel a lot with our business because we would go to conferences and such and then I think kind of like everybody else since the pandemic we kind (laughs) of got out of traveling and haven't gotten back into it quite as much as we thought we might Um, so maybe one of these days we'll pick up traveling some more
0: cool cool very good that's good to hear I, I I can just imagine all the lifestyle changes and all that stuff going on now is your is your husband back at work since you guys had that that business what type of uh what type of business does he do now
1: so uh, now we uh, focus primarily on uh, in rental investment properties and mm-hmm. also we've done some flip homes so um, so we've kind of shifted gears um he was always interested in um, trying our hand at doing some flip houses. So we've done a mm-hmm. couple of those now. And uh, you mentioned Lighthouse. We are actually one of their customers. So they handle some rental properties for us as well. Great, um, great. So uh, we've gotten into that side of things, um, expanded that since we sold the business. Yes.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, this all been highly, highly interesting to me, and I'm really glad to hear about how successful Hands of Hope has been and and how well you guys are doing. It sounds like you're just enjoying life and having a lot of fun, and that's what counts. Um, I think a lot of us after 2020, 2021, we've all reorganized and revamped and really, you know, maybe changed the way we look at things. And it's good to see that you guys are doing that and enjoying it and doing what you like to do and being successful. Um, Really good to hear. Now, let's let everybody know, we, we've talked about where you are, and I think we've nailed that down well, but how, how can they find you social media-wise or on a website, or how can they reach out, and even if they just want to make a donation?
1: For sure. So there's um, a few different areas that they can do that. We have a website, of course, um, that you can find us at portlandhandsofhope.com, and you can donate via the website, that, so there's some avenues uh, there. To donate to us. And then uh, on Facebook, we have a presence. um, Our main public page is called Hands of Hope Food Pantry dash Portland TN. It's a little bit long. It wouldn't wouldn't be, it's too long for a website, but we wanted to be real specific because there's a lot of people that use Mm -hmm. Hands of Hope. So we wanted to make sure they find the one here um, in Portland, Tennessee. So um, Hands of Hope Food Pantry dash Portland TN is how you find it on Facebook. Um, And then we also have a private Facebook group as well that folks can search for. And sometimes we do um, additional um, announcements or activities over in that group. Sometimes we'll have some auctions um, for items that get donated. And so we do that over in our private group. So folks can ask to join that group as well. Um, And so those are the main ways folks can reach us. And then of course, we're happy to take a donation in the form of check or cash. If anybody wants to come by the pantry, um, that works as well.
0: Great, great. Well, we're hoping this will reach a few more people and maybe get you a little more activity and a few more donations. That's what we try to do here. And we definitely appreciate your time today in sharing about you and your family and Hands of Hope. And uh, we hope that this continues to be a success. Thank
1: you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and we really appreciate you guys sharing about uh, what we do with Hands of Hope.
0: Awesome, well, thanks a lot. And uh, we'll uh, wrap it up today here on the Chamber podcast. And we wanna thank everybody for joining us. And Julie, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule.
1: Thank you, appreciate you.
0: This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a
1: guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.